what up y'all welcome back to the dumb podcast we got another one the first one for 2024 we got kev the all-star back Say yo what, what up, up? What up, everybody? It's good to see you. Yeah, boy. And we got an amazing, we've got an amazing guest uh this week on this episode. Please give it up for Kari Dr. Noodle Thatch, everybody. Yay! Oh man. So I met Kari uh in the comedy scene down here in uh where did we meet? Miriam was it the hive? Or was it before then? No, it was a uh, Solaris. Solar. It wasn't at uh, in Hemet at the at that bar. Uh, the Derby's. oh Hemet at Derby's, the roller skating rink. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> is that what it is? It yeah, is right? Derby's, like like a der you know wheel derby roller derby. So it's actually a Derby's. Uh, that's what it is. It's a whole giant room back there. It's a roller skating rink, and they also do cornhole. They do concerts. <laughs> they do everything. Yeah, that's see when I went, that's what it was. It was uh it was cornhole. They had like a competition. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. Uh so all right. Uh we met at Derby's, but then we went to Murrieta, right? Yeah. And that that's to Solaris. That's an awesome, awesome open mic. Kev, if you ever come visit, bro, you have to go to that one because uh it's on a Monday. I know it sucks, but if you ever get the chance, it's awesome because it's like a cool brewery. They got a stage. They got the beers things. are great. What is mm -hmm. it? A mic? Is yeah, it it's an open mic, and they pull your name out of a little jar. Christopher yeah. Keith Tyler is the host, and he's great. Uh -huh. Yeah. How many? Um. How many do they get up a night? Lately, it's been a lot of people. I mean, sometimes up to eighteen. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. How long? Three to five, or five to seven, or five, five minutes. Five. Yeah, but it used some nights. I last year there'd be only like six to ten people, but now in the new year, everybody you know is trying to start something new. So, right, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna go do an open mic. I'm gonna be a comedian and be oh, broke. Good luck. Let's go. <laughs> hey, everyone's doing it in the music game. Join the comedy game. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Kari uh, just won the um, the competition that we entered at the Hive, dude. Uh, oh, did you continue on to the next round? I didn't. I, I didn't did the next I round. The next... I I did the next round in December. I did the finals. Uh, I can't remember who won it. It was an older gentleman, real nice guy. He was he was pretty funny. So I hats off to him. Nice. <laughs> it was a lot of fun being back at the Hive again and working with some really amazing comics. Yeah, awesome. she was working with Johnny Herrera, the the guy you were uh, performing with, Kev at yeah, the, the veteran uh, in Paris. Yeah, when you came up here, Army Cat. Oh wait, no, you talking no, about No, Johnny Herrera, the, the big hair guy. Oh, yeah, I got I got mine tucked back today. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of old school like iced tea style, you know. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say, brother, I was like, who do you got in the trunk right now? You know. <laughs> Let me shake my rump shaker. <laughs> Kari, so let everybody know how long you've been doing comedy for. Yeah. Well, I'm really new to comedy. I just started last July, I think. Okay. Dang. So yeah. it hasn't even been a year yet. No, not even. A, I'm a baby comic. <laughs> well, how'd you um, 
what 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 lit the fire what got you up there well this is a funny story so i was living in bahrain in uh 2018 to 2022 off and on i was working over there and uh my friend melanie calls me and she's like hey in 2018 or so she's like hey do you want to come do an uh open mic? i'm hosting a comedy open mic do you want to come do it i'm like i'm not a comedian and she's like just bring your guitar and play a couple songs so i'm like okay so i remixed old mcdonald and played old mcdonald had a farm i played that song lodi you know stuck in lodi again do 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 it's an old song <laughs> yeah. but i changed the words to stuck okay. in dubai again so it just made fun of dubai and nice. and how terrible the airport is there and uh i and i actually liked it but then i forgot about it completely i forgot that i had done that and i had met a guy there named dan and um <laughs> Later, I went last year, I went to the East Coast and I was over there and Dan um, and I started hanging out and he says, hey, why don't you try comedy open mic? Because he was a comedian. And I said, OK, maybe I'll, I'll think of something. You know, it took a couple of weeks. I, I ha wasn't sure about it. And then finally in July, he's like, oh, just get up, you know, do the open mic. It's, you know, I think it was five minutes or something like that. And, uh, so I, and we, and we were actually dating at the time too. So I thought he was supporting me by putting me on stage. So I get on stage and I kill <laughs> for my first time nice. Play, nice. and the host gets up on the microphone and he's like, Hey, Dan, how long have you been doing comedy for? And he's like, 10 years. He's like, yeah, you should effing quit. She's way better than you. What? <laughs> what? So then I started doing comedy open mics and kind of getting into it. And he um he got mad at me. He actually was upset. He was like, Oh, why are you why are you, you know, doing comedy? And this is my thing. And I said, Well, why did you introduce it to me if you, you know, if it's your thing? And he says, Oh, I thought you were gonna get up there and instantly fail and bomb and never want to do it again. I'm like, Oh, so you set me up for failure and I succeeded. Uh, what now? And then we what? broke <laughs> what, what did Dave Chappelle do on the Chappelle show when he when he said I know Don remembers. Yeah, you got burned. You yeah. burned him. Lit the flame. Well, it's funny because um, he actually is a good comedian. Like he's right. he's pretty funny and indecent at what he does. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time, so he knows the game and he knows the business. So I did learn a lot from him. But I was just kind of like, oh, you set me up, and then like, what now? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now y'all been married for how long? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's crazy. So I got one more question, Don. Um, so, uh, uh, Kari, um, was it all just fresh, fresh from the dome or because I'm assuming you didn't have like anything yeah. written. You just went up there, did your best and it Honestly, worked. And I, you got bit. When I was younger, um, much younger, when I was like 18 to 20 something, I was good friends with Big Irish Jay. I don't know if you know Jay Hollingsworth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Being younger, like how young you grew up with him? Um, just, I just knew him in college. Uh, okay, he was cool. a good friend of my other friend, Jen Seaman, who was a comic out in LA. Oh, and, already around. Uh, so he, he would always get me tickets to the parlor, which was this little comedy, actually it was a really big comedy place in, uh, Bellevue, Washington. And I would get free tickets and you just had to buy two drink minimum. So I would go there every Friday and Saturday night and watch comedy and eat and drink. I never thought about getting up on stage or trying it myself or, and you know, these were big name comics coming professionals. And I, I never even once thought, Oh, at one point I would become a comedian myself. Yeah. And, um, 
so I just kind of I had that knowledge, you know, when I went on stage last year, I had a little bit of knowledge of like, oh, this is when you pause. This is when you turn to the audience. This is how, yeah, how you deliver something. So I'd observed it and I have a yeah. performance background as well on yeah. theater. So uh, I definitely was able to just kind of delivery is a lot of it. Cause I've noticed sometimes I'll tell a joke and it lands depending on how I deliver it. Yeah. But then I kind of discovered everything is funnier in a song. Like one-liners are just way better in a song. So I started exactly. writing musical comedy and now my guitar goes with me everywhere. And I always I, am writing songs. I mean, <laughs> Hey, it works for Adam Sandler and, and, and many others. That's just one that automatically comes to the top of my dome yeah but, well that's awesome what a yeah. story she does amazing man you gotta see her live everybody out there if you haven't seen her live you gotta see her live it's it's an amazing show uh comics that that bring that musical part of themselves on stage you know because vulnerability you're showing vulnerability up there and then bringing music into it it's it brings joy to a lot of people you know I uh, I think it's something similar to a like a, a drummer that's a vocalist. Like the lead singer is the drummer. Like how does your brain process all that? You're up there playing guitar and telling jokes. Like just you got to do Yeah. And <laughs> just the thing I find is that people love live music. They don't care even if it's funny or not. They just enjoy live music and like the guitar alone. So, I mean, I have a couple one-liner jokes that if I just say them, it's not funny. You know, like the line... Um, when I when I board an airplane, so I have a song about airplanes, and the one line is, when I board an airplane, I try to look my best. I'm a responsible adult. I can inflate a vest. Not that funny, <laughs> but, but really funny when you're singing it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's amazing, man. It adds um, to the flavor. It's seasoning on the yeah. chicken, right. you know? <laughs> So what else did you say? You said you had another uh, background in performance. Uh, yeah, I've done ballet for 20 something years, I think. Um, more than that, actually. Holy 20 smokes, 20 something years? Yeah, it's been a long time um, since I was young, pretty, you know, pretty decently young. And so I've been doing ballet and I did theater growing up and I did, um, I performed a couple years ago at Temecula Theater and now I dance every Nutcracker with San Diego Ballet. What? Guys, every single one? Yeah, well, the, I've done the last two. So um, before that, I was with another company in Temecula. And so now I'm just, yeah, I, I love ballet. I love theater. I love being on stage. It doesn't scare me at all. I don't I don't get stage fright. I have no problems with it. <laughs> well, I got, I, I got to throw it out there then. Um, what's in the, is it in your future to... Uh, do a, a ballet while playing the country while playing the guitar and oh. doing comedy is it in your act oh or my gosh gonna, i mean oh. come on now they want to oh. see it. just gave her they another thing to in do the comments that you want to see it i feel like that could be a thing you could be the one the only first anyway come on ballerina <laughs> playing comic oh my come god on. if you can if you could do a pirouette while strumming and dropping a line, bro. Oh my god! Oh. I mean, serious. That's that's that'll take you far. I've seen a lot of comedy ballets that are really funny, so I'd love to incorporate that. I just feel like I would need a little longer than five minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they do comedy ballets. I'd be. In, let me know if there's one. I, I. Oh, I'll send you some out. links. They comedy are hilarious. Ballet. They yeah. are like 
they're it and it takes a lot of skill to do it because you have to you're what it is you know they have a group of people all doing a, a piece and then one person's like slightly off and going the wrong way or slightly turning this way or that you know or she's still waving her arms and everyone's moved on to the next or portion <laughs> and it's really funny to watch because you have to be actually really good to be bad it's like singing like right. in order to be a bad singer you have to be it's really hard for a good singer to be bad like right. that's very true did you take any lessons while gro when growing up for music or anything? no yeah, I was, um, I taught myself the piano. And then when I turned 10, um, I found my old dad, my dad's old guitar. And it's an old nylon string, like from the war, I think like Vietnam War or something. <laughs> and um, I just started playing it on Easter morning or Easter afternoon. I just started playing some chords and learning it. And then it all just went downhill from there. <laughs> Dang. You mentioned Vietnam was your, your you said you're, are you, you're Vietnamese? I'm, t I'm half Thai and half Vietnamese. Um, I'm adopted. So my parents are both American, very white. We ate a lot of mashed potatoes and uh, chicken growing up. Casseroles. <laughs> Casseroles, yeah. I know how to make turkey patties and meatballs and, and lefse, which is a Norwegian uh, dessert. Do you like, and you like mayonnaise? No, you know, I'm indifferent to it. Mayonnaise is mayonnaise. It's a little messy. Obviously. Uh, have you guys uh have you guys uh are you guys are you guys into movies uh uh kari are you into movies you don't have time to watch movies at all oh i yeah i so you probably know this i'm autistic right so yeah. i struggle to concentrate on something for mm -hmm. like a certain amount a of time, time like and i get overwhelmed or overstimulated by things so if i go to the movies i always have like earplugs with me and it's just like too loud and too noisy and too big so um i i occasionally like to go to the movies if i, I go to one theater and it's got like the comfy chairs that lean back and the heated seats and nice. everything relaxing or anything you can't just you got to get up do stuff yeah yeah, I have trouble following a series um, for a long time. And I, I I, also don't know actors' names or famous people's names. If I haven't met you in person, I don't know who you are. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you could tell me Britney Spears. I know that name. I know she's a famous pop singer. I couldn't tell you what she looks like or anything about her. So yeah. um, that's kind of how good. some movies, when they're like, oh, it's starring so-and-so. I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> For real. Does the uh, doctor in the doctor noodle, you're actually a doctor doctor? I have a PhD in immunology and molecular diagnostics. Wow. Dang. Yeah. That's, that's so what I used to work with does to you. Piano and ballet, you know? Yeah, a little bit of everything. I mean, the only thing I'm not yet is a lawyer, so. Is that where you're trying to go? Or are you back in no. school? Okay. No, I uh, finished my master's of public health last year, my second master's. And um, now I'm uh, in the workforce and <laughs> liking right. it. Doing the thing. Nice. That's awesome. That's it's, awesome. Uh, were you always a, a fan of comedy, like growing up? Did you have a... I loved it when I was in, when I went to college and discovered it. I going, you know, being 18 and old enough to go to comedy shows, I would go to the parlor every weekend and bring my friends. And afterwards they had a big, 
a big dance room with a DJ and it was a lot of fun. You know, I really always have liked comedy. I like scrolling my phone and watching stand-up comedians. And, but now that I do it, I think I analyze it a little bit more. So I'm like thinking about it and like, Oh, he didn't pause. Oh, that landed. Or, Oh, that didn't. Oh, Oh, they didn't like that. You know, you're breaking it down. Yeah. They're hugging the mic stand. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> seriously man uh take it away from your mouth you're not rapping (laughs) yeah a lot of people don't know mic control and i'm like dude like this sounds terrible yeah they cover it they cover the mic yeah it's too close too far away they're they're holding it by i hate it when they hold it by the cord because i'm like you're gonna break the microphone and those are not cheap yeah or it cuts in and out you know (laughs) that happens at derbies a lot (laughs) yeah uh, the first time I went to derbies, it was cornhole championships. <laughs> I was like, oh. what? Have you seen the little kids that play cornhole? They're like five years old and their cornhole equipment's bigger than them. And they're rolling out like bosses. <laughs> uh, that's custom awesome. made boards, custom painted to their favorite. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, it's funny because I tried to go play cornhole with my boyfriend and we were just arguing about the rules. And I was like, you're from Alabama. You should know how to play. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious is he is he uh still living out in alabama is he here no he lives in san diego he he works with dead people i work with live Uh, people he works with dead people he's a comic too no he's not (laughs) he's just i mean i'm sure his his job is comical he's probably got a lot of material i mean yeah i'm sure yeah like oh one time i was running i dropped this pancreas like (laughs) no That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know the Google search history on that guy. Yeah, where did you guys meet? Uh, we actually met online. Um, what? I, you've heard my online dating song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was after that I wrote this song about how terrible online dating was and all these terrible people I met and everything. And then uh, I ended up going on a date with him. And I was like, you know, he checks all the boxes. Like I was really analytical about it. I'm like, you know, he's got a good job. He's well traveled. He's nice. He's respectful. He likes sushi. That was a big deal. Yeah. Gotta like sushi. And um yeah and then I was like oh I guess I guess we could you know oh I ghosted him for two weeks actually um yeah I was like oh I don't know he's too perfect and so I ghosted him he deals with dead people he's like ghosts aren't I know he's used to people ghosting him That wasn't like weird when he told you uh, I deal with dead people. You're like, no, I, I saw it from a totally medical standpoint. I was like, okay, you do organ and tissue donation. Like, that's cool. You're saving lives. Like, right. awesome. And he'd tell me stories how he's staying up late and pumping kidneys. And, you know, I'm, mm. I'm like, that's way more interesting than my Romantic job. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? You picture them just running through the cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> always a cornfield there's always a cornfield somewhere somewhere in there but there's yeah. no corn there's no uh corn sushi rolls yet that i've um you can make you can make sushi with corn oh i'm sure you can yeah. i've just yet I, i'm definitely not going to be the one making it but i've definitely looked on the menu once or twice and tried finding them so fun fact about me i actually used to be a sushi chef no, no way. way dude what haven't you what have you not done what are you not gonna do that's what we need to go over it's like a couple of things you're not gonna do in life that's yeah you've got all amazing. the degrees yeah i um i i was working um at the COVID task force at the time in 2020 
and it was so stressful and people were just terrible during that time you know all the media and all the hype and and I was sitting at my desk and I said hey I'm gonna be a sushi chef I'm quitting I'm quitting doctoring and I'm becoming a sushi chef uh, how long that's how you do it uh, I was only sushi chef for a year so wow. but I was Japanese trained so Dang. Um, yeah so I I do it tradition the traditional way which oh. is very hard everything's by hand everything's chopped by hand it's like you gotta do paper like I I learned how to cut onions for like three months straight everyone talks about cutting ri or making rice I'm like making rice was not that hard it was cutting the onions for like three months and I still couldn't get it right and I'm yeah. like they're paper thin but not thin enough oh, really? <laughs> well, well I'm excuse I'm laughing because I as you're telling this I'm picturing you because you said you if I heard you right you said you just randomly quit right the, the yeah. COVID thing and uh went and did this and i'm picturing and i hope both of you have seen the movie kill bill yes yeah. right so she goes up in the training i'm picturing you just disappear into this sushi roll place and it's just so serious you're up there just getting at it just making sushi rolls for a year just training i gotta like, chop them yeah. in i gotta chop but, it, but it's four inches well then if it, you can't do it you can't do it I'll cut, yes. them, I'll cut them thinner. I'll cut them thinner. It, oh, it was it was a nightmare, and like, and being a female and non-Japanese was right. was breaking glass walls and glass ceilings for sure. It was I didn't couldn't find a job within a sixty mile radius of where I live because no one would hire me. Yeah, uh, they you know they just wouldn't even give me a chance. And I had restaurant experience and some kitchen experience, but they just were you know. And I had one place that hired me, and then they never let me actually make the sushi they just hired me and turned me into a server and then and they're like you don't belong in the kitchen I was like okay I'm quitting and then I got the job at a really nice restaurant in Newport Beach and it was it was really it was really fun but it was nice. also a very stressful environment and I could not do that full time it was very being a sushi chef is it's a lot of alcohol and a lot of drugs yeah <laughs> okay uh so only for a year and then so what are you doing now i want to know is yeah. there now like... i work for cedar sinai i do research um for old people basically and oh, and okay. uh talk i help people stay in their homes longer and not have to move to assisted facilities so it's okay. it's a lot of interesting so, research so uh, you, i don't know if you and your your your, your boyfriend can uh <laughs> share information because uh you know uh uh, uh um, I forget the law that it's called, but whatever. <laughs> HIPAA, yeah, there we go. Dang, I should know this. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you, so they see you first and then they go to him. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> work that. Oh, y'all, y'all mix it on too many levels. <laughs> I know. Be like, hey, I'll send this guy your way and like give it a week. He'll be one. Oh, 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 oh. Right. One's in route. <laughs> oh man it's interesting okay. learning about the tissues and how like um different ages are cutoffs for like your mm. corneas or your bone you know bone or what you can take at certain ages and there's a lot of things that you have to be under a certain age in order to donate right Dang. yeah so so research what is what does research mean like do you just sit there and just when you figure it out, let me know. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do a lot of a lot of this. Um, you figure things out. You just figure yeah. it out. Right now, we're working on a survey kind of interviews and stuff where we we took two um, buildings or two like basically ten, I think twenty buildings and ten of them we give 
a certain type of service and the other 10, we give a different type of service. And then we compare which one is helping the elderly people longer, like with their joint mobility, their um, mental cognitive function, their how their depression scale, you know, that kind of stuff. And we interview them and say, okay, how are you feeling? Like, do you, can you get, take out the trash every day? Do you feel happy? Do you feel alone? Like these kind of questions. Um, it's about an hour long survey. And then we take the data and collect it and kind of figure out what is the best program for senior citizens of low income. Right. That's awesome. That's a beautiful thing. That's a yeah. whole lot of stuff. So then this is why the comedy. There's all this serious stuff. You need a little yeah. a little escape, a little happiness. Yeah, little the outlet. comedy really yeah. helps. Um, especially after a long week when I'm just like tired and I just have so much going on. It's nice going to comedy, even if I haven't prepared anything, just to go up and I'll sing an improv song and it's nice to see all my friends. I feel the comedy scene is so supportive. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone is, at least what I've experienced, everyone is very supportive. Everyone's very friendly, always happy to see each other and very much like, hey, good job, man. And like, it's it just changes your week, you know? It just makes your week a lot better just going on, even one day a week, just going and, and doing a show or something. It just, it's nice. It feels good. Yeah. Have you, have you done uh, comedy out of state? Have you performed? I mean, my first where time was in Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah? Where was, I mean, yeah. where are other places? Like, what are, are all the, the the places that you perform not? Mostly Southern California. Yeah. Um, I'm still, yeah, I'm still new, so I'm still exploring. I've done a couple shows in San Diego, did a show out in Corona. I've got one coming up in Anaheim. Uh, so, you know, I want to touch in the L.A. scene a little bit, but it's difficult getting out there when you're, when you're just starting, you know. You got to, it's that's a lot about, you know, not only being funny, but who, you know, and who's right. and, and getting along with people. Cause I mean, if you, if somebody doesn't like you, they're not going to book you, you know, so you have to be right. likable in some sense too. And I oh, see a nice. lot of great comedians that are hilarious on stage, have great stage presence, but personality wise are very difficult to work with. And those people don't get booked because they're just not, um, they're not flexible. They're not easy to work with. They're not kind, you know? Yeah. That's the first thing you have to come with is to be a good person. And then, second is your talent i guess right yeah well there's been a lot of people on this show that uh run shows in phoenix so oh whenever you're ready uh you like i do like uh, phoenix <laughs> boom we got another first on the line yeah baby podcast. first time podcast ever oh, i was like what do i do do i just talk podcast. about things do yeah. I dress up? Do I wear a costume? Dang. You want to see my fake plant? Ooh, nice. That's very nice. Do you have to like dust those things? I touch it like every day. Oh. So I think I basically dust it. It's dusted enough. Oh, how's the pig? Can we? Oh my gosh, Oliver. Yeah, is he? I can take you downstairs to meet Oliver. Yeah. It's raining outside right now, so he may not come out of his house, but let's go. I was just going to say, is this a plant or a dog? <laughs> it's a pig. You have a pet pig? I do have a pet pig. Jeez, my second daughter. Oh, there's some of my artwork that I painted. Nice. Ooh. And this is a get the tour. Ooh. Moscow. That's nice. March of the Snails. March. Hey. <laughs> uh, that's dope. Let's see if he'll come inside. He probably Ooh, won't want to go back. Oliver? Oliver. You call him Oliver? Oliver. 
Does he come running? Oliver! Come on, Oliver! It's raining. Don't talk, Kev. I want to see. Hi, buddy. Wow. What's up? He's a big pig. Look at that. That's awesome. That's a big boy. That's a big pet pig. He's like the size of a dog. Yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. Is I'm guessing not, but the the the, the they want to know. The people want to know. The people want to know what. Is it a house pig or is it strictly the yard pig? No, he comes inside. He's, he does come inside. Yeah, he's so you truly trained. love your pet pig. He's potty trained. And, you know, dog, uh, pigs are cleaner than dogs. So, uh, that's stop what she was it. saying. Yeah, <laughs> stop it. She was like, telling me on pigs the other day. I was like, man, I should get a pig. <laughs> yeah. He he, you? What's that? Would he protect you? Like, if so. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when I first got him, he charged my roommate because he didn't know who he was, and what? he just charged, just straight up charged him, <laughs> wow. like a warthog or something. <laughs> He's got little tusks. Yeah, little tusks. I saw him. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows sit. Well, he he understands three different languages, and he knows sit, stay, spin, back up, excuse me, <laughs> those kind of things. I don't even know those things, but <laughs> especially excuse me. Yeah, he knows I'm an. I I I want to have multi uh, uh multilingual animals, so I always train him in several languages. And <laughs> he knows other funny. languages too. Yeah, he he know, uh, he's trained in German, English, Russian, and then when we walk, I use uh, Arabic commands. Do you speak oh. all these languages? Yeah, like, like fluently. I speak, nine, I speak nine languages. Fluently, yes. Read, write. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't say at like a political level. I probably couldn't okay. have a discussion about politics or uh, policies, but uh, generally speaking, I can speak generally okay. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, le Dang. I learned a lot in the military and after that too, so. That's insane. That's awesome. Look at you. And this you is serve, your first, you, you first too, huh? What's that? You served too? Yeah, I was in the Marines. Oh shit! Simplify, devil dog. Simplify. <laughs> yeah, I, love I didn't the know it that. Was, it was a fun time, but I'll tell you, it is it is rough. <laughs> yeah. But I have a lot of good jokes from uh from my time in the military that I'm able to write because just everything is hilarious. Like boot camp was the funniest place that you weren't allowed to laugh. Right. <laughs> You're just like, I, I remember some girl, we were, we were washing the floor, right? And we had soap all over the floor. And the drill instructor said it was taking too long to use the broom or the mop. And so she grabbed this girl by her bun and dragged her along the floor and mopped the floor with her. And I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> It'd be like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like you can't do nothing. Like, there's not a complaint, nothing, no. Oh, no, that you was can, like, that's can, nothing. That's you can not write home to happen. mommy. You can write home to your mama. Yeah, um, I, I, it was all so funny. Like, it was just, the military was funny. <laughs> I remember I was running one day, I was I was PTing, and I ran by, and there's this platoon shouting, and they're doing cadence, and it was like four guys. It was like a fire team, so it was like four guys. And in the middle was a guy naked wearing a diaper, 
and he was going, officer, officer, I'm a baby, sir. And like there, I just looked fast, looked over there and I looked at the guy and he just kind of looked at me. And then I looked at the officer that was running it all. And I was like, sir, he's like, and then we just went about our way. Like nothing happened. Uh, so many questions but we'll leave them we'll we'll leave it that's awesome that's amazing man that's amazing all right all right uh well we're gonna get this jiggity joke session started and actually my boy's job right there he knows how to do that so good whenever you're ready kev all right all right it's been a hot minute but you know i i don't skip a beat i skip to the beat so Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for the Hit em With It, Don. Jiggity, jiggy, jiggity joke session. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we've got three comics down on one, two, three. And we're going to get down to this jiggity joke session right now with our special guest, Kari. You are a special guest. So you get to go first. Okay. All California cigarette smokers will soon be quitting. Not only will they have to deal with insanely rise prices per pack, they also have to pass smog. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes these things? <laughs> Oh, your face was awesome. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is this is going somewhere. And then yeah. I saw that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. oh, it's the dope it podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. That's so <laughs> Some yeah. of these are made for the stage and others are just that one maybe write it, turn it into a song. I don't know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> all right, all right. Uh Good one, good one. All right, Kev, the all-star, you are up, sir. And, uh, you know, your boy doesn't read quite so smoothly, so we're just going to get through this. <laughs> All right, let's see. Am I, um, which one am I, the, the S2? S1. Oh, because you just sent direct message. Okay, my bad. All right. <clears throat> if you were... <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are reading fast that's funny it's right. Kevin reading if, if, if you're a contraceptive if you're a contraceptive game is like America going to war hard <laughs> if your contraceptive game is like in America going to war hard then you'll get knocked up quick but if your safe sex practices are like the French then abstinence might be the better option or just pull out. <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, just, oh. just pull out. No, just pull out. Just, just All right, good out. one. All right, uh, my turn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I <laughs> bet you didn't know chat GPT is a P-I-M-P. Mm. Why? I hit that A up with two questions. One, what does GPT stand for? It said, getting paid though. I said, word, me too, player, me too. 
And so then I asked the second question, what are you doing later? It said, getting pussy tonight. <laughs> Ninja, <What? laughs> next thing I know, Chad pulled up in a self-driving car and said, get in. We got way more hoes to pick up. Way more hoes. <laughs> way more hoes. Way more hoes. Oh A self-driving car getting way more hoes. Oh my God, I forgot I'm doing Stupid. this at home. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one, Kevin. <laughs> Okay. Whoever wrote that. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Party, you are up. Veterans are trained to blend in with their surroundings, but they are not trained to blend in with civilians. True. Veterans stand out amongst citizens like Osama bin Laden at a Christmas mass. Boom. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My sick marine humor is coming out with that one. Uh, <laughs> Whoever wrote that, that was perfect. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, Kev, the all-star. All right, let's you test these are, reading uh, writing skills again. All right, here we go. We're on the <laughs> jokes too. Um, I have a new idea for an airplane joke, but I don't think it will fly. <laughs> oh, that's funny right there. <laughs> what do you call <laughs> what do you call a backwards airplane? What? A receding airline. Uh, <laughs> nice. Receding. Receding airline. Nice. Forehead so big he salute like this. <laughs> the five head. The five. five. <laughs> All right. My turn. Good one. Good one. That's good. That's good. All right. Number two. If you're skydiving and your parachute doesn't open, don't panic. You have the rest of your life to figure it out. Ah. <laughs> it, it's true. Uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, All right. All right, Kari. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. Saltburn, Saltburn the movie has shocked the world and has left us with so many questions. Like, was he just deathly horny? Why the F that gravesite? And... Did he come? <laughs> I, like, I like you. Nice. You'll nice. never catch me saying that one on stage. Uh, <laughs> That's a keeper. All right, Kev. Good one. Right. You are up. We rolling right into it. Yeah, boy. You're not going to check it. I saw Putin at the LAX the other day. He was going through customs, and the agent asked him, Occupation and Putin said, No, just visiting. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's about the best oh. Russian I got. It's about the best oh. Russian I got. Oh, that was good. Just visiting. No, just visiting. All right, you ready uh, for my last one here? Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, the other day, <clears throat> I took my car to the mechanic. Guess it had a blown gasket and a cracked O-ring. When I picked it up, it came out 
with the new tranny. No, really. He, him, his, correction. She, her, his. Hers. Her, she, hers was sitting in my passenger seat when I left. Yeah, we've been get together for two years now. <laughs> Granny. Uh, I love the tranny jokes. <laughs> oh, all right. At least it was right, politically right. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is uncensored. No. Uh, <laughs> so, pronouns are. Important, I know when you people. when you said children of all ages, I was like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we we went back and forth about that. Yeah. But we know talking, it's not for all ages. We're, we're talking mean, about the mental. Keep the status. child. Keep the child alive in our hearts. Mental yes. children is. What we grow are. up but never grow old right yeah yeah all right all right so that is it those are the three jokes great job guys now kari before we finish and let you go and then and, and get all your your promos and stuff we play a little game where you have to guess who wrote the joke that you wrote that read uh okay. also there then there's a little there's a little thing to it. It could have been Kev. It could have been me who wrote it. Uh, but we started this last year. There's also the third option of us writing a joke together. Okay. Good luck. Uh, one. Okay. S1. S2. S1. S1. So the first one about the California cigarette smokers. I think Don wrote that because Kevin, you're not here in California, right? <laughs> you can't fool observers, people. Um, let me think. I'm doing a little process of elimination of who did my jokes and who read someone else's jokes and what would still be left. Okay. Um. The veterans, boom, there it is. Kevin? <laughs> yep, you got it. Good. And uh, Saltburn, the movie. Oh, man. I feel like that was like both of you, but um, that's pretty dirty. Um, Kevin? Oh, and oh, and we got her, boy. Boom. I, I thought the guest, first guest was going to get it on the first. She's, oh, oh I thought we were done for. It was Don, wasn't it? It was yeah, Don. All Don. Double 30D. All right. Anyway. <laughs> they teach us on our tests. They teach us in school and our tests go with your gut instinct. And you had it right. And then you started, you know. I know. Oh, you yeah. always go with the first first answer is always correct. That's what they say. Kind of do a little bit extra reasoning, but then I remember two of the jokes were yours. So yeah, okay. Well, hey, it's all good. It happened. Hey, two out of three is not bad. Great job. It was great. great. Not job. as bad as losing seventy thousand dollars to one question on a game show that happened yeah. to me last year. That's true. You don't yeah. lose any money here. You just you lose a little a little bit of respect. <laughs> Yeah, respect. That's fine. 70 grand. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being here, Kari. Thank you for adding to the funny. Yes. Uh, are there any shows, um, any social media, stuff like that that you want to promote, foundation stuff? Oh, I'm doing a show on uh, January 31st at the Doll Hut in Anaheim. 
in the evening. Tickets are 10 bucks, which is exciting um, that it's not free. <laughs> I feel like a real comedian now. Uh, and then I'll have some shows coming up soon. I think uh, there's a couple other people that are booking me and we're getting some dates going on. But you can check my social media for updates. It's Dr. Noodle 1911. So Dr. spelled out Noodle. 1911 1911 like the gun and that's my instagram and i post a lot of comedy stuff i post ballet stuff food cooking travel a little bit of everything i'm it's just a very entertaining page if you want to just have a bunch of randomness show up on your feed <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome cool uh uh the all-star you have anything you'd like to promote sir Don, you know, just the website, keviallstar.com. And then you can catch me on any social media platform from Twitter or the X, <clears throat> Instagram, YouTube, Facebook business page. Do not come at my personal page. Just get at my business, Kev. Kev, one word, the one word, all star, one word, no hyphen in between there. Get it right, people. It's simple, mm -hmm. but all connected, Kev the All Star on any of those streaming platforms. Shows, um, you know, All Star, All Stars United LLC comedy show will be coming back, but just let me get done with this this next this last little degree this last semester that just started. I'll be done in in April, late April, so we're going, we're getting there. And as you already know, follow us on the Dumb Podcast YouTube, yeah. and I'll let Don take the rest. Like yeah. and subscribe. Yeah, do as the doctor says. All right, I'm not a doctor. Doctor said like and subscribe. So what's oh, not? In order. She's gonna send you to her boyfriend, and he deals with dead people. So, all right. Uh, I do have a show coming up on Tuesday. Hopefully, I can rush to get this out quickly. Uh, Tuesday, January twenty third, my first show in San Diego, baby. I booked that hey. the other day. Had the homies come out, Cole East, Rob Maybe, Joshua Harrison, and we all rolled down to San Diego, did some open mics, and uh, luckily I got uh, I got a spot. So yeah. uh, that'll be Tuesday at the galley at the marina at uh, 550 Marina Parkway, Chula Vista, uh, which is just south of San Diego, uh, 6 p.m. showcase. It's going to be a lot of comics, a lot of fun. Come check it out. Uh, Monkey Feet Entertainment hooked me up. It's their uh, Tuesday night showcase. Love to see you all out there. I'm also on a show uh, in uh, April, April 20th, right? 420. It is a Buds of Palooza Festival in Phoenix, Ooh. Arizona. I'll have more details as that gets closer. Uh, but stay tuned. Like the doctor said, like and subscribe. And uh, Kev also said, if you don't, He'll murder you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. And remember to stay safe and have fun in life, folks. Remember to live, live to laugh and laugh to live because without laughter, what's the point? Oh. Eat your veggies. <laughs>